This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 35. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Well, hello, friends. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Today, I want to talk about decisions in uncertainty, because as we've all learned in the last year, life is nothing if not a constant lesson in uncertainty. But when you think about it, we sort of get used to dealing with uncertainty, at least on a certain level. I mean, we're all aware of all the platitudes around uncertainty. You never know what's around the corner. You never know what tomorrow will bring, or even if there will be a tomorrow. So we know this. And as we grow up and grow into situations, we get used to what I call the uncertainty we know. So when you think about it, as humans, we're all pretty resilient. I mean, we really don't have a lot of control when you stop and think about it. We really don't know what tomorrow may bring. And we kind of get used to it. I mean, if we didn't, we literally wouldn't be able to leave the house. We'd never try new things. Because what might happen if we step off the sidewalk? That speeding car might run the red light. Who knows? We're not in control of the speeding car. We're only in control over whether we step off the sidewalk. Things like even merging our car onto a highway at 70 miles per hour. I remember when I first started driving, I thought, (laughs) I'm never going to be able to do this. And now, of course, we do it several times a day or a week, depending on where we live, and we don't think a thing about it. Or taking a new job. We're always a little uncertain, right? We don't know if we're going to be great at it. We don't know if we're going to like it or moving to a new city where we don't know anyone. Is it a good idea? Are we ever going to make friends or are we going to be miserable? We don't really know how the new things that we try are going to work out because we're not in control of every variable that those new things are going to bring to us. We, of course, hope for a specific outcome, but inside we know that whenever we decide to do something new or to take a new chance or pursue a new opportunity, we know it might not turn out the way that we want. And yet we get used to facing these, I call them the known unknowns. So getting used to those known unknowns helps us get on with the business of our life. It allows us to make decisions about our future, both big decisions and little decisions, while not being sure if it's going to turn out okay. We get comfortable kind of playing the hand that we're dealt, to put it in poker terms. And even when we don't know what card we might be dealt next, we've learned to place bets and make decisions so that we can keep moving forward. But what I want to talk about today is what happens when we face new unknowns like COVID, right? Completely out of our control, 
never faced a pandemic before. It is probably the biggest unknown of the last several decades. I mean, it has been surreal. Think back just two years ago to early September of 2019. Wherever you were, whatever you were doing, who could have predicted that just six months later, the entire world would shut down in like two weeks? Restaurants closed, parking lots were empty, grocery store shelves were empty, sports seasons were canceled, kids stopped going to school, there were no proms, no graduation ceremonies, none of the rites of passage that we thought we could always count on. It was like we were all living in this dystopian kind of Hollywood pandemic movie, except it was real. The entire world entered a period of extreme new unknown. And it really, really sucked for most of us. COVID snatched all of our BAU playing cards or rules for life and kind of flung them all up in the air. We could no longer count on anything that we had previously kind of taken for granted. But what's interesting about all of that and what I wanted to talk about today is the different ways that people handled the same set of circumstances. A huge segment of the population dealt with COVID by kind of hitting the pause button on their life. They decided to stop making decisions about their future, no vacation planning, no weekend activity planning, no new job searches, no nothing. And instead, and I'll include myself in this because for a good part of that time, I was part of this kind of deciding not to decide. We kind of all hunkered down and waited. We waited for a vaccine. We waited for mask mandates to be lifted. We waited for companies to start hiring again, businesses to open again. We waited for it to be safe to travel to see friends and family. And basically, this part of the population that hit pause decided to wait instead of using the time as a way to reflect on new possibilities. And this is, by the way, not a judgment or an indictment. I did the same thing. So I just think it's always interesting to be curious about the different ways that people choose to handle very similar sets of circumstances. And what I really want to hit on here is that that's kind of what's right at the heart of it. We decided to wait. So that's what I want to say is that was a decision because not everyone handled it that way. There's a good percentage of people who actually use their time differently. They decided to make different plans. They decided maybe they weren't on the track they wanted to be on. They didn't have the job they want. They didn't like the city they were living in. And even amid the closed businesses and the loss of jobs and the illnesses and the children studying at home and all the other crazy that was going on, they kept making decisions about their future. They saw the the shutting down of the world as an opportunity to kind of open up. It's like the classic, when one door closes, another opens philosophy. And so we saw people basically use remote work as the perfect opportunity to try out new things. Move to a city, 
maybe, you know, that they always wanted to live in. Apartment dwellers bought homes so they could have more space. Corporate workers started businesses. Laid off workers went back to school. I mean, think about it. Both groups had the same catalyst, the virus, but while some decided not to decide anything about their future and to just wait it out, others used that same time as a huge catalyst for change. So what's the difference between the two groups? Both groups were deciding things. Both groups were making decisions. The difference is in what they chose to focus on. The ones who hunkered down and decided to wait were focused on the scary new virus and the danger that it represented the out-of-controlness of the whole thing. And granted, it is scary. I'm not saying it's not. It's killed millions of people around the world. So I was right there in the waiting camp for a very long time. In fact, in a very important way, I'm still waiting. Waiting while I figure out if it's safe to go see my parents, who I haven't seen since Christmas of 2019. They're older. They're vaccinated. But... I still haven't decided, I've decided not to decide whether I should get on the plane or is it safer to drive? What if I bring the infection with me and they get a breakthrough infection? Can I live with that if it happens? And on the other hand, can I live with not going and letting even more time pass without seeing them? We're coming up on two years this Christmas. You know, and what is underneath all of that? Because I've had to do my own work on this. And what's underneath the whole thing is fear. A feeling of being completely out of control. You know, a feeling of risks I'm not willing to take on. A feeling of not being safe. Like the world is honestly completely out of control. So up until this moment, I've continued to wait. I decided not to decide to go visit. So you can see, I get it. When I talk about being undecided or deciding to wait for things to return to normal, this is not coming from a place of judgment. So I don't want you to feel that way. I just want you to be curious about how you've handled it and kind of allow yourself to consider that other people are handling it in a completely different way. And this is an opportunity to decide, do you like the way that you've handled this kind of new unknown. And it doesn't even take something as extreme as a pandemic to keep us in the place where we're deciding not to decide. Anytime we face new unknowns, like being laid off or deciding to leave a relationship or whatever, it can cause us to get stuck right where we are. But what I want you to see is that we are always deciding We're either deciding to stay right where we are, which by the way, is code for kind of being stuck or at least on hold, or we're deciding to move towards something new, something that we choose. We're always deciding. We're never not deciding. Even when you think you're being indecisive, you're not. You've decided not to decide. So if we're always deciding how do we make decisions that serve us? Well, the best way 
is to be very intentional about what you choose to focus on because that is your point of power and that is always your choice. So when you're offered that new job, will you focus on what could go wrong, sort of the downside of it, or will you focus on what could go right, like the upside potential? If you decide to focus on what could go wrong, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel fearful, scared, maybe a little bit out of control. And if you decide to focus on what could go right, you're going to feel completely the opposite. You're going to be hopeful, excited, maybe even inspired. You know, some people tell themselves that when they focus on managing the downside risk, that they're just being a realist, that you know, kind of by preparing for the worst, you know, they're ready for the bad thing to happen. They're prepared, gives them time to really think things through so they have a good strategy for dealing with the downside. But really, all that does is keep us grounded in fear and feeling out of control. When we think about the bad thing all the time, when we're preparing for it, when we're solving for problems we don't even have yet, so we can be ready for the thing if it happens, we have decided to stay stuck in the downside. Think about your career for a minute. Are you open to new possibilities? And I mean really open. Do you allow yourself to fully explore what might go right with that new opportunity? Or do you focus on all the ways that new thing might not turn out well? Maybe you won't like the new job or the new boss or the new city. Maybe it's too risky of a time to change given the pandemic. This is a super important question and one that I think we all need to allow ourselves to be curious about on a regular basis. It is so easy to confuse being cautious with being wise. And please know, I am not talking about throwing caution to the wind and flying to Vegas and betting your life savings on a roll of the dice. But I am talking about allowing yourself to live your best life. And I truly believe that most of us are not living in our fullest potential because we are so focused on managing the downside versus allowing ourselves to fully open up and explore the amazing upside. It is a decision that we all make. The truth of the matter is that life and career is always going to be 50-50, no matter what we decide or what we decide not to decide. We cannot protect ourselves from the losses and we're all going to experience wins. You cannot change the 50-50 ratio by focusing exclusively on managing the downside. All that's going to accomplish is keeping you from fully realizing your upside potential. You cannot just focus on the downside and expect to realize all that you could possibly be. I truly believe that this is at the heart of why so many people are unhappy in their career. Without realizing it, they've decided to focus on managing the downside risk. It's too scary to leave the job that you know to take the one that you don't know. It's too scary to give up the career and go back to school because you don't know if you're going to find a better job once you graduate. 
it's too scary to completely change career paths after 20 years. You're too invested in the one you have, you might be telling yourself. This is mistaking the known uncertainty for being safe and in control. And honestly, it's not going to lead you to your best life. No matter how hard we try, we never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So if that's true, wouldn't it be more fun to spend most of your time exploring the upside possibilities, even if they're a little scary, even if you're not sure you're going to be great at it, even if you may not like the new job or the new boss or the new city as much as you hoped you would. The truth is when we manage to the downside, our world gets smaller. We've all seen and lived with the reality of that in the past 18 months with the pandemic. But when we manage to the upside potential, our world opens up. And even if things don't go exactly as planned, think about who you'll become because you did it. So my wish for all of us this week, shift your focus from what you don't want or what you're afraid of to what you want and what might be possible if you allow yourself to pursue it and let yourself see where that new upside possibility takes you. I can promise you it'll be quite the ride and one worth taking. So until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.